welcome to the latest edition of the Views from the Wings podcast. And there hasn't been any updates on um, Carson Wentz being traded. All we've heard is that some teams are offering a second-round pick or a third-round pick, and the Eagles, they want a first-round pick for him. And I don't know if he's going to get – if the Eagles are going to get that. And it's going to come down to the Eagles – do the Eagles want him to be the quarterback or does or does Carson Wentz not – not want to be here anymore and the reports coming out from earlier this week is that he doesn't want to you know he's kind of mentally checked out of being in Philadelphia and you know I don't blame him you know but I think <clears throat> some people are still waiting to hear from him and I, I just I just don't, don't think he's going to speak until I if he's traded or if he's not traded. So I just, I just think he's keeping his options open at the time. But, yeah, it's, it's an interesting situation, to say the least. Well, who knows what Carson Wentz wants, man. And there's obviously all these reports. You know, he wants out, all this shit. You know, he's not happy. Here. He's actually checked out. Obviously, you know, there's smoke. There's probably some fire. And I'm not denying the fact that he might not want to be here, but – I don't know why that this is being put at such a contentious point. Like, just because an athlete doesn't want to be in a situation at one certain time, I don't think that means that he, that, that situation will stay the same. And I know it's a little different, I guess, when it's, a, when it's your quarterback. But at the same time, he's not necessarily the franchise quarterback anymore. Because, I mean, it could be a competition between him and Jalen Hurts. So if the – quote-unquote backup quarterback doesn't want to be here, is that nearly as big of a deal as if it's the franchise quarterback that doesn't want to be here? So I think it's I think it's just a, a, a situation where people want to, you know, they're, they're done with wins, they're done with all the, the reports, so they're just like, you know what, fine, I'll believe it. He, does, he doesn't want to be here. I know that's for sure a fact. And I don't know if that's a fact or not, man. And I got called a fence rider because I don't know if he's going to be traded or not, or I'm not, I'm not able saying, yes, Carson Wentz is 100% gone. And if that's riding a fence, I guess, you know, call, call me that. Because I just, I'm not going to sit here and make make assumptions based on, on reports and based on rumors. And that's all so far that I've seen from it. You know, I don't, I, maybe, I don't know, man. It, it, it is a very, very, very strange situation. And it's weird to be put in this position, you know, as a Wentz supporter. Because it's like, well, you know, Wentz doesn't even want to be here. It's like, you can't argue against that because you don't know. You know, you don't know if he wants to be there or not. So, the reports are he doesn't. He hasn't actually come out and said a word, you know. So it's just a really fucking strange offseason. <laughs> yeah. If the people are listening, don't know what uh, Aaron is talking about. He said yesterday that he's not going to he's not gonna pick a side, you know, because he doesn't know where this whole thing is going to end up. And people called him out for it, which I think was just stupid. People are just – you know, and their feelings about what he said, and he's not totally wrong. Like, why do you wanna, why do you wanna pick a side if you don't know what's gonna happen? And I just think people are just, you know, they're in their feelings a little bit too much. They just think that one bad year went is the kind of quarterback he is, and it just isn't. And I can understand where people are coming from in that sense, but. Let's be honest, do you want to ride with Jalen Hurts? Yeah, he played the last four games last year, but did he really show you anything that he said, oh, 
he can be the starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. And to me, I just don't see that. I would rather, if they do do end up trading Carson Wentz, I'd rather them at least try to grab a quarterback in the with the sixth pick. And it could be either Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, or Trey Lance. So it's it's um it's just people trying to be trying to be the smartest guy in the room and and trying to pick a side and whatever happens whoever picks whatever side they're on they're going to either going to be disappointed or happy so there's kind of like you know no in between there yeah well and so like i've always and i've always maintained i don't want the eagles to trade wins so when people say i don't pick a side um or that, you know, that there's some sort of – that's I'm picking a side when I say I want Wentz on this team. But I'm not going to say I know he want, he I know he wants to be traded or I know he's going to be traded because I don't know that. I'm just giving my opinion on the player and the fact that I want him here. And if you don't want him here, that's fine. Make your case for why you don't want him here. But don't say you know he's gone because clearly nobody knows anything. Adam fucking Schefter said he was – and it's been more than a few days, and he's still on the team. So nobody yeah. knows anything, man. So when I have people on Twitter telling me, Arson Wentz is as good as gone. Don't worry about it, man. He's gone. Did, okay, like, man, go ahead. It's like, did you talk to him? Did you talk to him personally? Because we don't know. Oh, the yeah, only people knows. that know are Nick Sirianni, Howie Roseman, and Jeffrey Lurie. Those are the probably maybe a few of his teammates that he's close with know what Carson Wentz's endgame is. We don't know what it is. We've seen multiple reports over the last few days saying he wants out, quote-unquote, he wants out. The Eagles are trying to get certain picks for him. And honestly, I'm not going to believe anything until I hear from from either Jeffrey Lurie, Howie Roseman, Nikki Sirianni, and Carson Wentz. Those are the only four people I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe in at the moment. Well, and I don't understand where the rush to, like, kicking this dude out of the door is. Just, like, I mean, you can be patient. We don't know what's going to happen with the draft. We don't – I mean, it, we still have a month almost to decide, like, what they're going to do with Wentz. So I don't know why there's these jumping to conclusions. It's like, why can't you just wait and see what happens? Because if he's still on the roster, man, it's going to look – you're going to look pretty fucking goofy if you're sitting there saying, I know for a fact he's gone and, and you know, and, and this team is, is done with him and how he knows he's terrible and, you know, Sirianni doesn't want him on the team – all these ridiculous shit that people, you know, say. It's just, it's such a fucking contentious, toxic topic at this point. And, you know, it's, if, if you want Wentz gone, you know, that's your prerogative. I don't want him gone. I think, I think the, he's still got a lot of good football left in him. And I think if you trade him away for, for pennies on the dollar, I don't, I don't think that's going to be a good thing in the end. I think, that, I think several years are going to go by and Wentz is going to be great. And the, I don't think the, you know, and let's say the Eagles don't take a quarterback then they're stuck in QB purgatory unless Jalen Hurts is a franchise quarterback. Because, I mean, I don't know, man. It seems like these people have such a short memory because, I mean, 2010 to, to 2017 or 20, not, 20, no, 2009 to 2017, we didn't have a franchise quarterback. That's, I mean, that's almost a decade of just middling, you know, without a real franchise quarterback. And when you have an opportunity to either try to reignite a franchise quarterback that is already on your team because he was an established franchise quarterback. He was, and people can try to play revision revisionist history and say, you know, he's only actually had one good year. Cause I've seen that argument where people tell people he's only had one bad year. And they're like, well, he's actually only had one good year, which is hilarious, but he's proven 
he, he's been a, you know, he's got the track record of a franchise quarterback. So I think if you keep that player on your team, it's, it's a better, better bet than getting rid of that player. And I know there's a lot of other factors, you know, that, that come into play, but I think, I just think when you look at it, it's, it's, it's not going to go in the Eagles favor in, in a few years. And unless it, it's going to take a lot, man, it's going to take Jalen Hurts being a franchise quarterback and Carson Wentz not being good. And also, you know, it's going to take Jalen Hurts being better than a quarterback you could have taken at six. So that, I don't understand why people are already like, you know what, Jalen Hurts is the quarterback. He's the franchise. Let's move on. No one knows, man. Like it, it, it's we're at a we're at a crossroads in the franchise and they could go a lot of different ways. So I don't know why we're automatically going right down the Jalen Hurts is the franchise. Let's let's go forward with him as the team, you know, so. Yeah, and I think I think these people are put in who want Wentz, firmly believe that Wentz is gone. They're going to be put in a pretty interesting predicament if Wentz stays and he's the starting quarterback and he ends up playing well. In next season, they're going to be, you know, there's going to be it's going to be back and forth between people who want Wentz to stay and people who don't. And the majority is probably going to dunk on those people who. Wanted who believe when should be gone, and you know I might be one of those people who are gonna dunk up on those said people, but they're they're gonna look foolish in what they said, and they're gonna try to they're gonna try to backtrack everything, and they're, they're it's probably gonna end up there's they're probably gonna end up blocking a lot of people because they don't want to be wrong, and you know I don't blame them at all for not wanting. Nobody likes being wrong, but. You know, there's a lot of people in Eagles Twitter who are going to, you know, who have been fighting back and forth between this. I've seen this over the past, since I think Adam Schefter's tweet last last Saturday. I think, I'm guessing you've seen it as well. You've been a part of it, but <laughs> just, I think people just need to calm down and wait for everything to happen. Because I think it's like March 4th where... Somewhere in the first few days of March, if the Eagles don't trade him by then, then he's owed, like, I think $10 million. So if he's not traded by then, then that's a good guarantee that he's going to be on the, he's going to be, a, he's going to be on the roster for training camp. And hopefully, oh, yeah. Because there's no and, way they trade him after the, Carson Wentz is not going to give his $10 million back. Like, let's be clear about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, if, if he's if he's on the roster by that time, I mean, he, he's on the team. And I think every every freaking day that goes by that they don't trade him, they lose leverage because every team they're in conversations with, they know this. They know that Wentz has to be traded by a certain date if he's going to be traded. So every day that goes by, man, it's 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 not going to help the Eagles' case. And I think I honestly think Howie is playing this as well as he can, man, because he. I don't think he's trying to give up anything. I don't think he wants it to seem like he wants Wentz gone um, because I think he wants to try, you know, he's trying to get as much value as he can, as he can out of Wentz. And I think playing the long game is, is, is a better, is a better move. Um, but there is a point of diminishing returns. And I think you're starting to get there. I think you're starting to get to the point where now if he's not traded, you know, that value starts to go down. And I think we probably already passed that point. So I think when slow rolling these trade talks um, to start. I think that was really smart, but I think now you're to the point where it's you're, you're past that point where, you know, teams know that your leverage is, is slipping and you got to start moving forward towards the draft. You got to start figuring out, are you going to draft a quarterback? Are you, you know what I'm saying? So 
I, I man, and I'm, if I had to put my money on it just right now, how I feel, I don't think he's going to be traded. And I don't know, you know, I, and I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing anything, but I just, for how it feels right now, it just doesn't feel like he's, he's going anywhere. Yeah. I, I feel the same way you do. I just think with every passing day, it's, it's, you know, the, the chances of getting him getting traded are similar because you got teams who are, who are starting to back out. And, you know, the, I think the Eagles are firmly going to send by getting a number one pick back for him. I don't know. I think Chicago probably were willing to give them a number one, the number one pick, but <clears throat> I think they wanted a future number one pick as well. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get that. They're not going to get that from any team. The Colts, they're not going to give, they're not going to give the Eagles a first round pick because they could have easily traded for Matt Stafford, and that, that cost two first round picks. Well, technically, one first round pick, but the Rams wanted to get rid of Jared Goff, so yeah. they just gave them an extra one. So, I it's it's hard to see which team is willing to give the Eagles that sort of compensation of of, of a first round pick and. You're you're totally right in saying that it might be <clears throat> as time goes on, Eagles are, you know, starting to lose the leverage, or maybe Harry Roseman is playing this playing this well out as perfectly as he can. But it's getting to the point where, you know, is he going to get traded or is he not? I think if he if <clears throat> if he doesn't get traded, then. I think that's a very awkward position to be in because you wanted a guy who wanted out. He's not going to be, he's not getting traded, which he wanted. Then you bring him back to the team. What do you do? Do you give him the number one? Do you give, do you give them the QB one spot or do you let him fight it? I don't think only way Carson Wentz comes back if he's not traded, if he's guaranteed the number one, if he's a number one quarterback. And I, I don't know if <clears throat> Howie or Nick, are willing to do that, but they know what they pro they know that they know that Carson is a much better quarterback than Jalen Hurts and they're probably being I think they're being smart in, about it by not doing that because then if Carson Wentz sticks it up with, up the joint next year then you're kind of they're put themselves in like a pretty awkward predicament. Like you chose the wrong quarterback to start, so yeah. Well, see, and this whole situation is just muddied because of you know either Wentz wanting to pour some his way out or or the team wanting him gone. And you know, <laughs> I don't think it would not shock me. You know, years down the line, it comes out that it was actually the Eagles front office that started all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, see that I, I could see that them using that as a way as like saying they want once traded without saying they want once traded you know what I'm saying because yeah. you know as a front office you never want to come out and say you want to trade a player because then you're going to lose you're going to lose leverage but if you're able to you know put that on the player maybe you can keep that leverage a little bit more. I don't know that's a little bit of a conspiracy theory but yeah. um, I, I just think that this whole situation ha has become so so convoluted man it's, it's going to be tough and I said this weeks ago, it's going to be tough for Wentz to, to have real success here, you know, going forward. He's going to have to he's going to have to come out playing absolutely amazing, and he's not going to be able to, to have many mistakes. And I think 
I think as long as this team wins and, and he's playing well, there, you know, there's no way that you can try to create a controversy. But, you know, I've said before, I don't – looking at this roster, it's tough to see him competing next year. But I, I'm still a firm believer that Carson Wentz can get back to 2018-2019 form. And I'm still a firm believer that you give him a Jamar Chase, a Devonta Smith, that's going to help, you know, ch- you know, elevate that even more. And you put him in a scheme that actually plays well to his strengths. Because it's like we forgot. It's like we forgot that Wentz was not really used to his strengths for a really long time. And it's like we forgot that he was asked to carry the, you know, the offense for so many games in a row. Mm-hmm. So this all cumulate, you know, accumulated into what we saw in 2020, and we saw him hit rock bottom and just, you know, be completely awful. But I don't know. I don't know why that has to be who Wentz is forever, and I don't know why that he can't get better, and I don't know why you can't try to build on that. And I understand, you know, people want to say this team needs a reset because I. And I'm I'm not necessarily I don't disagree with that, but I think you can reset with a franchise quarterback on your roster still. I don't think you necessarily have to gut everything to reset like that. And I don't know. I I maybe it's just me wanting to keep Wentz on the roster, but I just think that going forward in 2021, your best bet at success in 2021 is with Carson Wentz and is with drafting weapons around him. Now, if you want to go for a full rebuild. That means you trade them, you know, you get rid of Ertz, you get rid of, you know, guys on your team that have been great co- contributors, even like a Jason Kelsey. That means getting rid of guys like that. And got, even, you know, like Brandon Graham, all these all these vets, you've got to get rid of them if you're going for a full rebuild. And I don't know if people want to commit to getting rid of all these people because you've even seen when, people, you know, all the reports that Jason Kelsey could be traded. People want to know part of that. But. They want to say that they want to rebuild. If you want to rebuild, you got to get rid of the Jason Kelsey's man. You you can't you just can't. You've got to clear the you got to clear the salary and you've got to start developing young players and giving young players the snaps. So when I see this, everyone wants a full reset. I don't think they want a full reset. I think they just want Carson Wentz gone and they think that means it's a reset. That's that's not a reset, dude. Getting rid of Carson Wentz doesn't just reset your team. Drafting a quarterback number six, getting rid of Carson Wentz, cutting all of the you know older aging guys that have been Eagles their whole career, you know, those, that, those are rebuilding moves. That's what they did. You know, when, when Chip Kelly came in, they got rid of Todd Harriman's, they got rid of Trent Cole, or I'm sorry, that was a, a little down the line, but you know what I'm saying? Like there was a, a regime change. You saw that. And that's, I don't see that happening with this team. I don't see like a huge regime change coming. I don't see him getting rid of all these, you know, faces of the franchise and a full reset. So I think that's why I'm maintaining Carson Wentz should be the quarterback going forward because you can still have a little mini reset and still have Carson Wentz as your guy. Yeah, and there's an, <clears throat> a new coaching staff coming in, and you don't know, you don't know where they're fully at. They still need to eval, evaluate their their the players and their coach, like the wide receiver coach needs to evaluate it. The quarterback coach needs to evaluate it. Everything. So there needs to be. Everybody on the team needs to be evaluated. And like you said, are the Eagles willing to go into full rebuild mode where they're getting rid of Carson Wentz or getting rid of guys you said like Jason Kelsey, Brandon Graham, and all these guys? Or they are they willing to get rid of Carson Wentz and at least either put Jalen Hurts as a number one quarterback or draft one with the sixth pick? So everything is everything is in limbo at the moment, and it's. As an Eagles fan, it's not. It's very uncomforting. Uncomforting to know that 
we don't know what the hell this team is doing or where the hell they're going, they're heading towards. Yeah, and um, I've seen people say, like, you know, quarterback at six is, um, you know, a terrible take, and you shouldn't do that. Like, even um, I actually got into it with Tyler Stegi right before we got on here. Apparently, I'm toxic, by the way. Because <laughs> like, I, I responded to him, like, he's like, you need your head examined if you, if you want to take a quarterback at six. I'm like, well, examine my head, because they that should be uh, that should definitely be something on the table. And, you know, I don't want to get into it, but um, – I just think that if you believe that quarterback isn't an option, I think that's even more of a crazy take because just not even a year ago, um, uh, Howie Roseman was saying we want to be a quarterback factory. So I don't see how you can take those comments at face value and then not actually think that quarterback's in play because you're picking top six. This is the sixth overall pick. The Eagles haven't picked here. They haven't picked close to here in a very long time. Been twenty, you know, twenty after the twenty twelve season, they picked fourth. Since then, they haven't touched the top ten. So yeah, twenty sixteen when they drafted Carson. Oh, I'm sorry, you're up. Well, okay, that's fair. They traded up though, is what I'm yeah. trying. to But say. they didn't like they were they were seven and nine, I think. Yeah, they were thirteenth. They picked thirteenth, and they traded to the ninth, and then they traded from ninth to two. But anyway, my point is they haven't been bad enough to be this, you know, to pick in this spot. They haven't, you know, been had a bad enough team to be here. So I think whenever you get when you're in this spot and then you also have a, you know, Trey Lance and Zach Wilson and Justin Fields, who all three could possibly be on the board. I think whenever you, you look at that, man, quarterback has to be in play. You have to try to find that franchise quarterback. And if you don't want that franchise quarterback, I mean, if you don't think that you need a franchise quarterback there, then that means you're sold on Jalen Hurts, and I think that's crazy. I think it's crazy to be sold Jalen Hurts as a franchise quarterback after four games. You can be sold on his talent. You can be sold on, you know, his upside, you know, his ability to, you know, get better. That's fine, but I think whenever you're at this, picking out the spot the Eagles are and you have a chance to get, you know, one of those guys who can be a transcendent talent, can be a Justin Herbert, can be, a, you know, an absolute, can be a Josh Allen, can be a, a transcendent talent, I think you have to take a swing, man. And I don't think you're doing Jalen Hurts any disservices by, by taking a quarterback there. Because that's another argument I've heard is like, well, you can't take a quarterback there because what are you really telling Jalen Hurts? It's like, man, Jalen Hurts has not got any clout in this organization. He's got no room to be upset with any player being drafted. And for anyone to like compare that situation to Carson Wentz is, is fucking crazy to me because Carson Wentz was given a humongous contract. He, he just got the team in the playoffs where he was – the man, and there was no one else around him. So I think whenever you try to use that same scenario for Jalen Hurts, where it's like, oh, well, you take a quarterback at six, then you're just doing the same thing to Jalen Hurts that you did to Wentz. No, you're not. It's it's apples to fucking oranges because Jalen Hurts isn't in the same scenario as Carson Wentz. And I think if you take a quarterback at six, that is telling your team, we are going to try to get the best player possible at whatever position. Like they've maintained, like they said last year, Jalen Hurts was the best player at position. Well, if Zach Wilson's on the board and he's the best player on your board, you got to take him. And to to think that that idea is, is is out of the question is mind-boggling to me. And I I don't see how that isn't a possibility. Whenever <laughs> whenever you have a quarterback on your team who has only played four games, you know, who has shown that he still has a lot of a lot of stuff to improve upon. And I just I just think you have to you have to have a quarterback and play at six. And 
especially, you know, only if Wentz is traded. If Wentz is on the team, obviously, you know, that's off the board. You can't take another quarterback. But Wentz is traded, you don't know what the hell's going to happen. You don't know what Jalen Hurts is going to be. So you got to take a quarterback, man. Yeah, and I totally agree with what you're saying. And I really I really like the three quarterbacks. We're, n- we're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. That's, we'd have to mortgage the entire future. That's not happening. It just won't I'm happen. really – I'm really intrigued by by Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. I'm I'm intrigued by by Trey Lance, but I don't think you can you can go from a drafting a quarterback out of North Dakota State and then like five years later drafting another quarterback out of out of North Dakota State. I'm I'm intrigued in by I'm very intrigued by Justin Fields. Because I don't know if you saw that game against Clemson where mm-hmm. he – I think he took a shot to the ribs and he was just like – he was hurting the whole game and he ended up like throwing for like five touchdown five touchdown passes and like only had five incompletions. And he was playing against a, against one of the best defenses in college football in Clemson. He, he torched him and they scored 49 points. And he did that while he was injured. Imagine what he can do if he's not injured. And I just think the Eagles, there would be – you have to evaluate all the positions, including quarterback, because you never know. Your quarterback might get traded or he might get injured. He he could be out for the whole entire year. So I think the Eagles would be smart in looking at least at a quarterback if – if he's a BPA on their board, if they're the, if he if one of those quarterbacks is number one on their board, I think you got to take that because, like you said, if Jalen Hurts is not the answer, then you're you're stuck in QB purgatory and you're setting yourself self back even further. And I just think you can't you can't do that to your to your franchise. And yeah, I'm. I'm with Justin Fields. Who are you with? Who would you want the Eagles to draft? You know, I hate to give a non-answer, and I hate to sit the fence, but <laughs> I can't give one. I, I just started watching. I will tell you, I watched – usually before I start watching a player, I'll watch their highlights, and then and I'll start watching film. So I just started watching both their highlights, and, I mean, they're obviously both unbelievable playmakers. So I'm probably leaning Zach Wilson right now. Um, okay. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be like – I wouldn't be against Zach Wilson. I think he's mm-hmm. – what I've seen from him is he's a very he can he can throw the ball down. I'm not like into film like you are. You'll probably have more like things. Yeah, to I will. I'm gonna watch them both coming this week, and I'll definitely. Well, I'll give. Well, I'll give my quote unquote scouting report or whatever whatever I see, which you know, take think, that a pound of salt. But yeah, I think the reservations on Zach Wilson is that he played at BYU and. They really didn't play anybody this year because of like COVID and other conferences not having a late start. So I think all those quarterbacks beneath beneath um, Trevor Lawrence, I think they could all be franchise caliber quarterbacks, and I think they are. Yeah, and I agree. I think even like a Mac Mac Jones, man. I think Mac Jones was was really good, man. I think he's got a good arm, and I like I said, I got to get in the tape with those guys, but. Just watching him in, in in the natty, man. He and just watching him in the playoffs. He's got a he's got he's accurate, man. He's got a nice ball, but I don't know him at six. Would would no, no. <laughs> probably going to be like maybe a mid round 
mid round, yeah. round, maybe even an early second round pick. So yeah, yeah, I think that he probably he's easily a top forty pick lock. I would say. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? You never know with those guys. They could go anywhere from you know top fifteen to thirty two or wherever. All right. Well, we'll leave it there, and hopefully, next time we record our episode, we'll have a good indication on if Carson Wentz will be traded or if he'll stay as a Philadelphia Eagle. So we'll leave it at that. Fly, Eagles, fly.